Criterion creeps are coming with Jared and RJ from Renoir to Kurosawa and everything along the way. Highbrow, lowbrow, they won't stop until the Why does he announce himself? Because he's there. He's listening. I mean, I guess it's better than him just approaching without announcing himself. I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Okay, let's do this. The new era. Mm -hmm. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Craig Bott. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order release. This week... We're going under. Ooh. Not because this movie is boring or anything. As um, we find 375 in the Criterion Collection, Sidney Gilliatt's Green for Danger from 1946. But first, RJ, it's a new yes. era. It's a new era. Can you describe what you mean by that? Uh, well, the, the out with the old, in with the new, in with Craigbot. Tell me about Craig, because I know a lot of people were expecting that wolf pack, but uh, what's up with this Craigbot situation, Jarrett? Well, people probably are noticing that we sound different. Different good or different bad? Uh, to be to be determined. Uh, so, old uh, old Jer here, he got himself mm. a new laptop, which is great. Uh, some new issues uh, around the software I've been using for the last six years since the beginning of the pod. Yeah. And, um, it turns out that they uh, they no longer support their software on my futuristic machines like mine using new processors. Mm-hmm. It, it won't work at all. So it, this actually is a demarcation. Maybe we'll see how it goes as we find ourselves on Discord. Um, wow. wow, what's a Discord, Jarrett? Um, Why well, it's the fastest growing social media platform there is, and Craigbot. Well, Craigbot, clearly, clearly. Tell me more about Craigbot. Well, Craigbot let, lets you know that he's in the room. Uh-huh. Yeah. He really, uh, he, he's not the elephant in the room. He's That's the Craigbot? Sure. He's the bull in the room. In, Can you describe room, what that it's means? A, it's a china shop. Okay. Because when you start this recording, Craigbot tells you he's there. He blows the fucking door off. Craigbot is here. Mm-hmm. Craigbot is aroused. Craig. There's stuff like that in there, you know. So, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't insatiable. say that. He's insatiable. He's a he is a bear with a microphone. Yeah, it's kind of weird because Craigbot's picture is here. I can't get rid of him. Nope. So now it's you, me, and Craig, and Craigbot, our new co-host. And oh, I see that uh, because we're on the Discord now. You you have your real name here, Jizzdog, as your uh, as, as, as your moniker. God damn! It's, it's not your Catholic name anymore. It's your it's your it's your real name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. 
So that's good. We got that going for us. Well, it's pretty cool. What I am like, I'm we're learning on the fly here. Already, yeah. there is a recording for our episode uh, available. I will. Oh, he will record up to six hours. Well, I'll stop recording in six hours from now. This recording will expire in seven days. Seven days. So if we hit six hours, do we have to um start over and then keep recording? Because I mean, we, we've been pretty close to that that mark before. Yeah. Yeah. So we just keep going. That's keep all we do. Going. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm on, I'm on board if you're on board. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, what? Uh, RJ, how, how cold are you today? How cold is it? Really fucking cold. Really, really, really cold. Have you been frozen to the floor like everyone has been? Like, uh, I mean, cold I, out I have, there. I don't go outside if I don't have to. You know, I I try not to, but I have to. I, I work away from my house, and me, I have to too. leave. Me too. But uh, once I get once I get in that building, I don't leave. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't either, but uh, it's cold. And you know what's a real pain in the ass? It's snowing a ton, too. Uh, yeah, what, what's which, up with that? Which really sucks, because like one or the other, you know, it's like you can kind of manage, and you'd go, well, at least at least it's not snowing, or at least it's not cold, if it was snowing. But right. it's both now. So I got to get get out there, shovel my ass off, literally. Wow, it's a fucking freezing cold. I legitimately think I got frostbite on my fingers yesterday. Why did you let that happen? I had gloves on, man. It's just that's how cold it was. Because I was shoveling the walk, and my my fingers hurt for like an hour. I put them in my butt crack to try to warm them up. Because that's, you know, that's... Oh. That's where a lot of heat... You didn't get the memo you can use your armpits? No, my armpits were too cold. I tried, and it wasn't working at all. So I needed to stick it closer to my internal core because that's where more heat is getting generated. Do you know what I mean? I see. So that was my plan. It just didn't work very well, and it was pretty upsetting. Okay. So I think I got frostbite. Shit. Is it, hey. Has it turned black? <laughs> no, but I can, like, I don't know. The, my, the tips of my fingers don't feel right. Oh, no. They might fall off. Oh, no. That might be it for me, bud. If I lose my fingies, podcast is over. Fingies? My fingies. My fingies. Just so people don't think we're um, complaining about nothing, it's like minus 40-something Celsius. Uh, pretty... Yeah, with, with, with the wind chill. I think uh, first thing this morning was minus 49. Ah, beautiful. Celsius. It's, uh, yeah, we're... we're... We're LARPing the Arctic, but, um, but the environment is legit. Fucking Al Gore, he did this to us. Son of a bitch. You know what I mean? We were fine until he started causing problems. True. Fucking guy. Fucking guy. It's no good. So I saw the, a really weird thing this week, Jared. Okay. I, I, I don't want to forget. So I was driving. And you know where those grocery stores are where we live? And you know how there's like an intersection and on one of the sides is a McDonald's? Yes. So I was driving like towards that intersection, like towards the McDonald's. And there was a person coming the other way, like turning in front of me. So like I was stopped at the red light and they were turning like as if they had just come from the McDonald's. There was a lady in a van and uh, she had the window all the way down and she was holding the fries 
out the that she had just bought from McDonald's out the window, just holding them out the window. And then she was doing a full turn. And I looked in my mirror and she continued to just drive for like a block or two with the fries just being held out the window. Okay. <laughs> and the guy, the guy in the car behind her was turning also behind behind. And he kind of made eye contact with me and he was kind of like, are you seeing this? And I was like, I am seeing this. I was like, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what, what's your guess? What do you think she was doing? Too this far. lady. They, I've, off. I've, I've ripped fries right out of the fryer at McDonald's. They're never too hot. Look, you know what I mean? Maybe, you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Some, some people want cold fries and they're like, hmm, no, no faster way. I mean, like literally if she just like opened the bag, they'd probably be cold by the time she got home. Not fast enough. Like, you know what I think it was? What? Okay, now this is kind of a big leap, and don't don't ask me why I think this is it. I just think this you know is what? it. Let me just say that this will not be the first or the last time you make a big leap. No, everything I've ever said has been pretty on the level. Very level-headed. I think, I think this is level-headed, too. I, I was just thinking. I was just thinking of, as a character for a podcast, you know? Sure. Uh-oh. I think that this lady is not allowed to eat fries. Oh. Like, maybe she's on, like, a diet from the doctor, and like her her partner, whoever that may be, is just like, hey, I know you love fries, but like your heart can't take it. You can't eat them Donald's fries anymore. And she's like, yeah, I know, I know, I'll, I'll stop. And I think she was holding them out the window so the van didn't smell like fries. Oh. And then she was probably grabbing them and harfing them into her mouth as she was driving. Mm. Now, do you think that's possible? Could, could you just roll down the window and wouldn't that suck out the fry smell? Pretty you'd think, you'd think, but uh, McDonald's fries have a creeping power. You know what I mean? They call that the creeping stench, Jarrett. That could be a channel on uh, the Discord, and people could just could be a voice channel. People could mm-hmm. post their farts. Okay. The creeping like stench. The creeping stench. And it could just uh, be for like. I'm gonna like, make this a. Yeah, there it is. It's up there. Yeah, is it an audio file? No, I mean it's just a. Oh, it didn't let it didn't let me spell it right. There we go. Yeah, okay. Ench. Creeping now, stench. Creeping should I should creeping stench? Whatever you want it to be. Should it's I post? People, it's whatever people want it to be. Should I post a picture? Um. So that last picture I I posted with my uh, turtleneck was pretty well received. Should I post the picture of me in black or in, or in white pants? Oh. Uh. Yeah. Should I do it right now into yeah. the creeping stench? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to post this picture of white pants. I got to tell you, though, this could shatter the discord. Okay. It could I'm, shatter I'm, it. I'm fine with that. Okay. How, what should I, what should I title this one? Um, into the creeping stench. There you go. Put some stank on it. <laughs> That's the mascot of the, the channel. Okay, here, here it goes. You're going to be the first to see this. Here we go. Exclusive. Exclusive. This is from a couple of weeks ago. My hair was a little longer. But uh, there he is. what do you think, Jer? What do you that, think of my, my new that, look? Hey, that's the Jorge Bellagio I know. Um, I was going for something that day. I was going for something very specific. Do you think that we're going to have a couple people sign up for Discord be with the promise of white pants and then like, well, well, potentially say, leave hey, the Discord? You want to see, like, 
I don't know, some Paul Dano-esque <laughs> fellow. Well, is that who I am? Which Paul Dano, though? Uh, it's, those, it's those Hobbit feet. But which Paul Dano? Like, uh, Riddler Paul Dano? Or, like, uh... Maybe like Little on, Miss Sunshine Paul Dano? On, honorary McPoyle uh, family member. But not I mean, McPoyle. I have another picture. I, I'm not, not drinking... I, I'm not drinking milk, but I have a picture in this outfit of me drinking a, can, a tall can of Monster. A zero-calorie Monster, if that helps. Okay. The energy drink. That's better. The energy drink, Jared. Okay. So anyways, that's a that's a picture I have of Shit. myself. Damn. Yeah. We've, been so, we've been so distracted um, talking about everything under the sun. I, I don't even know what's going on. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that and, and praying that our... Uh, our feeds work. I mean, I hope so too. Maybe you should just make it a quick episode so that we can check it out like real soon, real fast. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I think it's I think it's working. So Okay, well that's good. Yeah, God help us. God we'll help s- us. We'll see. That's right. We'll see. People, people may never hear this one. That's okay. They're they're gonna see the creeping stench though, I can tell you that much. No, oh, yeah. And they're gonna see it. Oh yeah. So, so what hey. else are you? Well, you know, speaking what? of creeping stenches, uh, it's mm-hmm. Christmas here in a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about it? Uh, I don't know, nothing. It's uh, it's coming too soon. Are you excited at least for the ham? Because I know you're a big ham boy. Are you I, excited for that man, at least? It feels like I just had ham. When? I don't know, like Thanksgiving. That was like two months ago, but it felt not that long ago. It doesn't feel like. I can't believe it's already. What? It's the it's the equinox? Today, yeah, e- equinox. Yeah, there's solstice. Esquilax. Solstice. Equinox is spring and fall when the day is even. It's equal. Yeah. Equin- e- Esquilax. This is the other one. Es- Esquilax. This is Dude. the longest. This is the shortest, shortest day of the year. year. Yeah. Sure fucking feels or, like it. Or the longest night. I mean, based on, the, based on the weather. Doesn't feel like any of that. No, it just feels fucking old. Miserable? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is Esquilax for you. No. So Jared's not excited for Christmas. Did you ask? What did you ask for for Christmas, I wonder? Uh, did you make a Christmas I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you one guess. Okay. I'm going to guess, and I, I got to say, I think this is my best guess ever, because I'm actually pretty confident in this. Lava lamp. Uh, you blew it. All right. Because it was too good of a guess? Yeah, yeah, you blew it. Was it a lava lamp? It, you had one chance to redeem yourself, and uh, that's it, huh? So I got it, is what you're saying. Yeah. What about yeah. you, RJ? You got, your, you got your games all lined up? I wanted... You, you going to have some PS5 under the tree? Uh, I, I think that's what's happening. I do believe that's what's happening. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. I might. I mean, I could just get a lava lamp. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I mean, some might say that. <laughs> It'd be cool with that. Uh, I do think I, I will be getting something of the sort. I, uh, um, I, I'm about a third of the way through Horizon Forbidden yeah. West, which doesn't sound like I've been playing that much, but a third of the way is something like 11 hours of playing, or maybe not 11, like 9. Jesus. I've been playing for almost 10 hours, sure. Uh, it's a little less dorky. Um, they introduced some aliens and stuff like that, and I thought that was cool. And they, uh, it looks really good, 
but uh, there's just some like weird stuff. Like the dialogue is really weird. They always do this thing, which I think is the illusion that you have control over the situation where you talk to someone and then this wheel comes up and it's like, click up for them to talk about toilets, click up left for them to talk about butts, click up right for them to talk about dumps. And then it's like you pick what they choose, but it's like you're going to pick all of them because that's like part of the game is you need to talk to the people. So it's like. If anything, it just makes the game longer. It kind of annoys me. It's like, you know I'm going to listen to all these. It should just be a play-all thing. And then I, I can put my controller down for six minutes while the audio goes. You know what I mean? I hear you. So anyways. but uh, So I, I'll see. I'll play until Christmas. And then if I get a new game, I might I might put put it on the side. I'm like... I'm kind of I'm conflicted because I've put in like almost 10 hours. But at the same time, it's like there's still 20 hours of this game left, and it's like, uh, mm. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean, Jer? I hear you. So I might, so I got that going for me. I mean, Maybe I'll get some games. He's hearing it. Uh, but really, the Lava Lamp is uh, what's highest on my list. That Lava Lamp. Yeah. What color of Lava Lamp would you want if you could have one? Orange and teal. Okay. Well, I just, I think I, I think I know a special someone who was maybe asking what you might like. Craig? Craig bought, he was like, hey, send, send me Jarrett's Christmas list for the Jizz Dog. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll check you it got, out. You got it, CB. Oh, Craig bought. Oh, no. So that's cool. Well, shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. Well, we've only been recording for an hour. Uh, yeah, on and off, but only people only hear about twenty minutes of it. Nice, nice. Hey, you want to hear from Email Land? Female Land? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I don't want to assume, but we definitely uh, we got, chased all of them we, away. We have, we have a, a new one. A new person? I think so. I don't think they've written no. in before. Come on, who is it? Let me, I'll confirm. Let me confirm. Let me see. I'm pretty sure it's oh, not a new person. This is a this is a first time. No, it's not a time. It is. Come on. You Come ever on. heard of Rory Baker? Yeah, I saw that dude like two hours ago. Almost caught up. Hello, yeah. creeps. My name is Rory. I've oh. been a creep for about two years. Two years. I found too your long. show through the Element of Crime episode on YouTube. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's not. A... That's a, that's a jumping in point right there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I wonder what he thought. And a few months ago, I decided to bite the bullet and listen to the pod from episode one while I slave Ooh. away at my job. No. <laughs> it Don't do is, that. It certainly is one way to pass the time. Right yeah. now, I'm on episode 195, and my oh, only real comment is I am a bit taken aback at how many times I've heard the word rape spoken in a single podcast. It's not it's not us. It's not us. Everyone always says that we say weird shit. It's not us. Talk to the people who no. pick the Criterion films. You know what I mean, Jer? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not us. I promise. <laughs> that spoken like a, a real perpetrator. It Listen, wasn't us. It wasn't it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Get blamed for stuff all over. It wasn't me, I swear. I was, I was at the gala. Everybody saw me. Listen, if Jared didn't want to do the podcast, he would have said no. 
I'm listening to the creeps in chronological order, so I'm out of the loop with the show these days until I catch up. That's fascinating. Interesting way to go. Yeah. One day <laughs> about current events as they happen when they happened. Uh, it, this person's not going to catch up until like two I years mean, from now. That's at this at this rate. Yeah, you know what I mean. If they've been listening for two years, they went from the start and they're at one fifty nine or whatever. Maybe, maybe Rory will check out this week's episode just to hear his own email. I mean, and you he'll, could... and, he, and he'll be like, "Man, they sound so different." Wow, they sound youthful and enthusiastic. Oh, back then, yeah, but now, Craigie and Battleborn. RJ. Oh no, is RJ still there? Oh, I'm here. Oh, I just heard you say Battleworm, but I didn't hear you for like a minute before. Oh, I said Battleworn. Battleworms. Battleworms. Oh, that's what I heard. Oh. I heard Battleworms. Is that not what you were? Did you cut out again. I. Uh oh. Hello? Is this the stumbling block that's are coming we, up? Are we still talking about battle worms? I, I just hear you, you you talk and then you completely cut out. Oh. Uh, I've been here. You did freeze for a second. I can see you moving now, so that's good. Onward. Onward. Let us continue on with Rory's email. Yes. Um, I'm out of the loop. As a result, I am not sure if I have any relevant comments or questions relating to the podcast at this time. I did catch okay. the first 25 or so minutes uh, preamble from last week's episode, though, and I found the conversation about hemorrhoids and RJ prostituting himself on this so-called Creeps Discord to be strange. I clearly need to fill in all the Creeps lore to understand these nuanced ideas. I when were will... we talking? Sorry. I, I... Yeah. I will follow this email up once I've made it to the present day creeps. Have a good show, lads. Rory. It will be exciting to hear from Rory in another two years. When mm -hmm. were we talking about hemorrhoids? Uh, Remember that? <laughs> you, you say a lot of things. Did I say that or did you say hemorrhoids? I think you did. Really? Yeah, I'm going to lay blame on you. Someone play the tape back and email in. Tell me, someone write in text form what the hemorrhoid stock was. RJ, they never do. They never do. Oh. You want to hear from Justin Peterson? Sure. Well, with an email entitled, Boy, do I have a sad bastard pick for you. Uh oh. Hey, Jared and RJ. And happy, happy Christmas to you. Mm -hmm. The Banshees of. Inya Sharon from your favorite director and mine, Martin Madonna, is already streaming on HBO Max. So, J Dog, will you lower your boycott on Martin McDonough to check out his take on old British ba or Irish bastards? I don't, I don't even. Will know. you? Who's Martin McDonough? I don't know why you have a thing against Martin McDonough. I don't know. I, I must. Okay. Uh, who is this guy? I don't remember who this. Uh, is. Oh, it's the In Bruges guy. Um, and it's with Colin Farrell and uh, uh what's yeah. his name? It's there you go, not Jackie Gleason, but uh, who's in In Bruges with Colin Farrell? Uh, 
Um, oh, Gleason. Brendan Gleason. Brendan Gleason. Yeah, not Jackie Gleason, but Brendan Gleason. Oh, this guy, writer mm-hmm. of three billboards in Bruges, seven psychopaths. Yeah, it's already on um, Disney Plus or something, so you can watch it tonight. Oh shit! If you want. Oh damn! I mm-hmm. I, I I had no urge to watch this, so. Okay. Uh, I I've never even heard of it. I think I saw Justin logged this on Letterboxd the other day. Well, now you know. I know like I I know the title, but I'm like I don't know anything about it. Well, now you know. Is that is that the sad bastard pick? I guess. I guess. Yeah. I think that's two guys who like don't like each other and they fight each other. Is what that movie's well, about. Well, I mean that could be sad bastardy. I'd have to see it for myself. But man, there's so many sad bastard movies I need to watch before then. You could watch um, a different movie. I could. Yeah, it's always this thing, isn't it? Yep. Um, Creepsville's best eats. So, how about this place, Taco Time? In the many years I've listened uh, to the podcast, this is the first time I'm actually looking at this food that has been praised so highly. Yeah, is this place just a Canadian Taco Bell? Um, it's I a, think it's what? more than that. It's more than that. It's a... Well, I mean, it is and it isn't. It's less chainy, I think. Yeah, there, it is a chain, and it's kind of weird because it is in the northwest in the U.S. as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, one could call it that. We don't we don't have cheesy chili fries. No, I mean, what I mean by less chainy, like it is a chain, but it's like I don't know. When you're in there, it doesn't feel totally like that. It feels like feels like a local store that just made it big, you know, and was able to like hire their own employees or something yeah as opposed to like not doing that no no amount of pictures on their website can do uh the menu uh any justice because there's no you can't taste the sauce oh no it's all about the sauce jp i mean and i I, we've mentioned before do the pictures look great if you're looking at customer pictures no it's it's a microwaved beef and cheese taco they microwave it literally in front of you in front of you in front of you, which I actually appreciate. We've talked about this before. I appreciate the Recently honesty. Even. Yeah. So they microwave it in front of you and they slap down and say, come get your food, you fat bitch. And then you just you get your hot sauce, you pour it on and you have a good time because the hot sauce is that good. You don't even have to be called. You don't have to pay them to call you a fat bitch. <laughs> you don't have to, but it helps sometimes. Yeah. Said, so come get your food, you crispy piece of shit. And you go, Okay. That's another channel for the Discord. <laughs> Crispy piece of shit. As uh, I can't take credit for that. That's from that What We Do in the Shadow show. Uh, uh, that's a Matt Berry original, which I liked quite a bit. <laughs> no surprises there. Yeah. Um, in that case, I would grab a Beef Cruncho, Classic Refrito Bean Burrito, and Mexi Fries Deluxe. Ooh. I mean, that's not bad. It's not bad. Arjun, what's my order? Jerry gets a chicken taco, chicken burrito, chicken, chicken burrito, burrito yeah. with a uh, Mexi fries, tater tots, and yeah. about eight to ten hot sauces if possible. Five, five is good. Eight to ten if possible. I'm usually a uh, a beef and cheese guy, so it's just beef, it's just cheese, mm-hmm. and then tots of course. But I do, I I do like crustos from Taco Time. Crustos are pretty good. Uh, it used to be so much better. They did, but yeah. all things used to be better, you know. All all things used to be better. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? All good things, RJ. All good things. Yeah. Yeah. Goat movie. Question of the week. So what are Colin Farrell's best movies? Either The Lobster or In Bruges for me. How about you, RJ? How you feeling for about Colin that? Farrell? Yeah, how are you feeling about them, him these days? Uh, I mean, I think Colin Farrell's kind of underrated. Like people are kind of shitty on him for a while. They I gotta were. say, I think, I think his best performance is Bullseye in Daredevil. Yeah, I mean, I think like unironically, I, I think he actually carved that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for authenticity. His, his forehead. Yeah. Yeah, I I do think that's probably his best. That was wild. I can't yeah. believe he did that. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool. Um, I don't know any of the Yorgos Lathamos stuff. He's he's very good in. What about yeah. that new Fright Night? He was pretty good in that too. He was. He was pretty good in that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah I like One that. last random question: Green yeah. olives or black? I say, why not both? It's a pizza night at the Peterson House. Sounds like it's a pizza night at the Duncan House. You, how do you feel about black and or green olives, RJ? That good, huh? Uh, uh, silence. Um, you uh, you didn't speak for a second, and then your your voice went really fast. How do you feel about black and green olives, RJ? Didn't talk. It was really fast. Ah, this is a a new experience here over on the Discord. That was really strange. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I like them both. It depends on the situation. Okay. But I'll I'll eat both black and green. Uh, black, uh, olive, green, black, olive. Who black. gives a shit? Uh, pr- uh, my priority would be given to black. Black's pretty good. I do like Kalamata olives. Those are brown. Oh yeah. If you can handle your brown, that is. Merry Christmas once again, and thanks for all the countless hours of entertainment you have provided. Best from Big J Money Peterson. Well, I, 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 yeah. I hope the the family enjoys their Lego collect sets that the, everyone got, right? The uh, Simpsons family house? Yeah. Oh, Is that the one Sam, you mean? Sam, Sam Sanchez just discovered that we have a uh, the, the new channel. Uh, oh, did he? And what did yeah. he say in the creeping well, stench, I wonder? Uh, well, let's see here. He's like, oh, we finally have our Rumpy Pumpy channel. I mean, I think that's on his private Discord that he is the only member. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or something like that. It's the only member he needs, RJ. What? Could you repeat that? Dylan Fr. Oh, oh Dylan Fr. What's up with him? Well, he has an email entitled, I'm losing my mind. Uh, good. Hearing you talk about the email I definitely sent months ago during the Yang watch through blew my mind. I am currently <laughs> disassociating myself because uh, that had totally slipped my mind. Honestly, yeah. a completely shocking experience. What's the? Uh, and then there's a series of characters. Yeah. Classic Dylan. Glad to hear you're all doing well up there. Have you heard about the new Dungeons and Dragons film? 
Uh, I have. Uh, watching Chris the trailer for that was a surreal experience indeed. I don't think mm -hmm. I'll ever wrap my head around a big macho uh, celebrity like Chris Pine falling to that role. Kind of like Star Trek from the Kelvin timeline. That being said, D&D yeah. &D has exploded in popularity as of late. Got any thoughts about that? How do you feel? As always, great talking to you fellas. Even if I can't check in every week, keep up the great work. D Dog Dill. Uh that's not bad. I prefer Dilfa. Triple D? Uh Triple D though. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. He needs a he needs a jizz in there somewhere though. <laughs> or Do you know dump. what I mean? Or a dump, yeah. Uh there's a lot of things you could do with that. But um D Dylan dump. Yeah. I'm glad he disassociated because it's like when people ask us questions and we're like, we don't remember what we talked about last week. It goes it leaves your mind very quickly. Yep. Um Dungeons and Dragons Cinema, RJ. You seen that trailer? I did. I I hope it's good. I don't know. It probably <laughs> Will be how a movie. Times, how many times are you going to see it in the theater? As many as possible, hopefully. Oh, First okay. day, like, like as, six. As many every as, showing. As many as you've seen Avatar, right? As many as I've seen Avatar two in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You've heard about my Avatar experiences when I went to mm -hmm. see that in theater. You you hey. think I want that to happen again? Third time <laughs> lucky. So a, a lady's going to sit on my pop again, and the straw's going to go right up her butthole, just like in Avatar one. And then I'll have no pop for the whole movie. I know it. That's the mm -hmm. Avatar crowd. That's the Avatar crowd that I know. Mm -hmm. Bad, bad stuff. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I thought it looked fine. And I don't mind Chris Pine. I liked him as Kirk. I thought he fit the role. Yeah. As, as much as, like, for what those movies were trying to be, you know? I remember when the trailer popped up and people were seemingly upset that they, there was comedy in it. And I think in Dungeons people, and Dragons. Yeah. And I think it's funny because a lot of people point out, it's like, have these people ever played Dungeons and Dragons? People don't take these games seriously uh, for the most part. There's a lot of joking uh, amongst friends as they play a fun game. What did uh, they want? Snyderverse style Dungeons and Dragons? I suspect they did. Like Black Adam Dungeons and Dragons? Ooh. Well, save that Black Adam talk. Oh, okay. Oh, too soon. It's too okay. soon. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I don't think I'll be seeing D&D uh, &D in the theater, but you never know. I will definitely watch it when it pops up on Crave in four months. Hey, did you know Black Adam's on Crave already? <laughs> I did not know that. Like a week ago, it got added, like really quietly. <laughs> what? It's only been out in theaters for two months. Near... It didn't it come out in October. <sighs> I thought it was going to be the biggest movie of all time. The hierarchy of power is about to change, Jarrett. We know this. Oh, this this much well, we know. Well, holy shit. Grave. There it is. It's been there for like a week. Because <laughs> I pulled, I, I opened up Crave and I saw, and even my app where I see what, like I check every day, see what gets released on streaming things. Even yeah. they, even they pushed it in the back. Even they were, didn't want to show that it was popping up on Crave. What the fuck? Hey. But did you watch that Barbie trailer? I saw some stills from it. Yeah, I mean, there's that side by side, huh? It's like 2001. With, uh, 2001. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> I mean, 
Barbie will either be mildly enjoyable and you'll go, that was fun, but I don't care to watch it again. Or it is going to be in- so incredibly obnoxious that the Avatar crowd is going to love it. You know what I mean? What about the Oppenheimer crowd? Also, incel-based is my <laughs> guess. Yeah. It's just a guess. Just a guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to watch any movies anymore. Yeah, fair. I just want to hang out with um, John Carpenter and talk about video games. That's all I want. I got one final email for you, RJ. Okay, okay. A mystery for Christmas from one R.O. Bagul. Uh-oh. I I do appreciate that Bagul is still finding us. Uh, No. Hey. He he does not recognize platforms. He has no uh, loyalty. Well, it's like, so here's the thing about Bagul. It's just like any classic haunting. You move into the house, it bonds Mm -hmm. to you. Even if you leave the house, baby, you still got a ghost. It's it's on you now, man. You're the house for the ghost now. Could be, it could be the microphone. It could be. We've had these since day one. Maybe that is the problem. Oh, shit. Now that you said it, I'm, I'm going to have to buy us new microphones, aren't I? I mean, we both have new computers since we've started, so it's not shit. that. Oh, I mean, shit. my computer is a couple years old still, but I mean, it's newer than the one I started with. Yep. And uh, yeah, these mics are the only constant other than you and me. So it's oh, either shit. new mics or next week, uh, Peterson and um, that Rory guy. They can take over mm-hmm. the podcast, two see if they change now, things. Two years from now, Rory will join. Yeah. Well, if he's Peterson. listening, come next week. You can take over. No. Or not. A mystery for Christmas from R.O. Yeah. Beagle. Hello, mm-hmm. creeps. This week, I tried to join the Discord, but I was thwarted. Thwarted I was. The Uh-oh. Discord bot wouldn't validate me. Yet it mm-hmm. still torments and teases me with notifications of messages that I can't get at. And there's mm-hmm. a screenshot of you missed messages in Criterion Creeps. You have 10 new messages from hashtag what I am watching, parentheses, Criterion Creeps. It's a little avatar of one Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. What I re- recommend for R.O. Bagul is uh, whenever you do get control over that, mute those channels immediately. Just mute the entire Criterion Creeps thing immediately, and then just check it at your own leisure. Okay, but you don't want the notifications. You're gonna one of these one of these chuckleheads over here is gonna post something, and there's gonna be fifty replies to it, and it's too much. Too, too Moving much. on, as you know, I enjoy a mystery, but you sure. can't crack them all. So let me tell you about a case I am still yet to close. Mm. The principles in the drama I'm about to relate are now long gone, and I suspect at least one of them may have been an unreliable witness. So I would appreciate your input, creeps, on a case that, over the years, has haunted me. And it's Christmas-themed, so it is topical. One Christmas, my mam told me a story from her childhood. When she was a little girl, her mother and father grew vegetables in their garden. They also kept a couple of ducks. One bitterly cold Christmas Eve, her father brought the ducks into the house to keep them warm. To make them comfortable, he put them in the tin bath, which he'd filled with water. Next morning, Christmas morning, my mam ran downstairs to see what Santa had left for her. Her father informed her the ducks had both died during the night. They drowned, he told her. She continued her story. There was nothing to be done, she said, so my mother plucked them and cooked them, and we ate them for Christmas dinner. 
Now, creeps, at this point, I'm wondering if you're thinking, what was I thinking? Hang on, Mom, I said, choosing my next words carefully. Did you not ask yourself if maybe... I left the question hanging in the air. She stared at me wide-eyed. Maybe what? She asked, her face a picture of innocence. Well, Mom, let me put it this way. Have you ever heard the phrase, like a duck to water? There were ducks, and they drowned both of them? What was it, a suicide pact? My mom was clearly shocked that I even suggest, dare I say it, foul play. So I decided not to pursue the matter and further, and I never brought up the subject again. But as the years passed by, I still wonder about that Christmas Day tragedy and those two poor dead ducks, John and Finet. Okay, guys, I did throw a couple of gags in that tale, but it is a true story as related to me. So, creeps, am I being overly suspicious? What do you guys think happened? Speaking of whodunits, Green for Danger is a corker. Yes, it's old-fashioned, but Alistair Sim is hilarious, and it's a solid mystery that fooled me. I'm hoping you'll be able to talk about the movie without giving away the ending. No. No, Rob. No. We're just like the giveaway. Regards and Merry Creepmas to all in Creepdom. R.O. Beagle. P.S. I made a Christmas card for you guys. Hope you like it. Oh, boy. Man. That's that. R.J., what happened to these ducks? Nothing. RJ's frozen. His 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 face is in some sort of paralysis. Are you not talking? Hello, can you see me? I, I saw you. <laughs> I uh, okay, that one's not on Discord. I had uh, I had to, <clears throat> and I muted the mic, and then uh, apparently I forgot to unmute it. Wow. So, uh, I think he killed the ducks, is what I was saying when yeah. I was muted. Yes. Yeah, which is too bad, because uh, ducks are cute. Ducks are really soft. You ever felt a duck? No, I have not. You should feel a duck one day, if you can. Reach out and touch duck. Reach out and touch duck. You know that old song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You doing all right? Yeah, I kind of like, like, you know, when you breathe in some water, like some spit, like it's kind of a gross thing. See, it went from not hearing me to hearing too much of me. Remember gleeking? Uh, Can you describe it, please? Uh, Isn't that when uh, kids like spit out halfway and then they swallow their spit back? Uh, That's not what I knew is gleeking. Gleeking to me was when when you would like. Uh, like shoot the spit through like two of your teeth, like, and like so it'd be like kind of a strand, and you'd gleek on somebody, just like that. Oh, okay. That's what that's what we did as gleeks. I don't know about I this see. taking half of it back in kind of business. That sounds like some kind of sex thing. I think it was some sort of uh, predatorial practice, maybe intim- intimating that they were going to spit at you, but mm. unnecessarily getting all the way there of spitting at another person. When's the last time you spit on someone? Uh, I don't know if I can think of a time where I've spit on somebody. Like when you were donating at the like the homeless shelter? <laughs> but not on one of those people, on like the guy beside you who was volunteering that was court-ordered, but he was making a real mess of things, you know what I mean? Mm. 
Have you ever been court ordered to do anything, Jared? No. <laughs> what would okay. you, RJ? I'd rather not say. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't want to speak about open um, things that are actionable openly. Like do you uh, open lawsuits? I guess I was uh, given a subpoena to uh, appear as a witness. As a witness? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess. Was it to a murder? No, to a, a, a break and enter. You saw someone break and enter into a house? Oh, yeah. Into a into an apartment. Yeah? Did you call the cops? I did. Yeah? I'm a, I'm a snitch. How did you know that it wasn't his apartment? Because <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it sure wasn't. What if he lost his keys, that guy? <laughs> he did He did it. Oh, okay. I'm going to kick in this fucking door. And he did. You know, I don't... Guess guess what that guy's name was? Uh, Bill? Buster. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I understand that. It was very fitting. I don't always understand when people... Everyone's like, snitches. And it's just like... It's like, man, if someone's breaking into my house, I would want someone to call the cops. Well, luckily they weren't breaking into my house. Well, that's what Um, I mean, though. It's like, if someone... my proximity of like, ooh... This isn't good. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean, though. It's like I would want a neighbor to care and to call the cops in a snitch fashion. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't want. I don't want to get into other people's business. Well, I think <laughs> you should sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you should. Yeah. 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 That was. I think. I feel like that was a good time. Yeah. All I know is that I'm not sure. Yeah. Good times. Good yeah. Times. Well, that's it for emails. Females. Hey, RJ. Yeah. What you been creeping on? I watched that Garth Marenghi. You did it. Dark place, dark place, dark place. <laughs> I, I I started making notes on this show, Jared, but I don't know if I can talk about this in the classical no. TV review sense because no. the episodes themselves, there's they're so jam-packed with stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hard to try to make a pithy or witty even comment like a, a one-liner about any of this stuff um the show's got it all it's got mm-hmm. it all man yeah i i've never seen this show i've never heard of it before that's great that's so strange to me it seems like people have definitely heard of it or not and it's one of those things where i feel like everyone at one point knew about it and so bringing it up would be like oh of course i know about it you idiot no, so I mean, just, I, so people just would stop bringing it up. Maybe that time has passed. I've never heard of it, but it's like I know the people who were part of the show and what they did oh, after. Yeah. It's like I know like Richard Aoti, and I've seen the IT crowd, mm-hmm. um, and I know Matt Barry from yeah. a few things. But like the main guy, what's his name? Something Hollis or Matt? Matt Hollis? Yeah, I've never Hollis. seen that guy before. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, I like it, and it's like um. He's just saying that uh, Andy and I are watching what we did in the shadows and it's it's very akin to it. It's Matt Barry, obviously, which but uh, so it's it's got his stuff in there. But then this is Taiki Watiti and Jermaine. So it's the New Zealand meets the uh, the Matt Barry. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah, watch some dark places. Uh, there's some absolute bangers in there. Um the first episode uh first episode is really good yeah yeah really really good so uh i think all the episodes are good there was only like the only one that was um 
not great for me was the second one, but it was just because the quality was kind of poor, like on YouTube, like it was real fuzzy for me for some reason, but none of the other ones were. So maybe it was just oh. the inter- internet that day is or that something. The one with the uh, the psychic powers. Yeah, the second one is the psychic power one where they explain why they're having uh, lots of um, low motion. Uh-huh. But uh, first one, yeah, you get introduced to them. You got Garth Marenghi, uh, which it's just a good name, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a good name. Um, How would you describe the the author, the man behind uh, Dar- Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, Garth Marenghi? Uh, I would describe him as novelist, visionary, (laughs) plus actor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dreamweaver, I think, is... uh, Yeah, that's another one of his non-de-blooms. Yeah, Dreamweaver. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I... (laughs) So, wait, is this show coming back? Or was that guy just doing, doing like, a a joke? Okay. Yeah, it's like... uh... So Steve Coogan has his Alan Partridge character and, yeah. some, and several others. This is sort of the same idea. It's like Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. This... You, have, you have this iconic character. And you just dust them off every once yeah. in a while. Put smiles on faces. Uh, okay, I get it. Has that guy not been doing other stuff, though? Is so that Matt Holness guy? Yeah, he did. Oh, that he did Possum. Possum, yes. Yeah. But other really? than that, he hasn't done like well, comedy stuff again. No, there's like a 17-minute short that you could watch. It's uh, called A Gun for George that he uh, right. directed and stars in. It's like 17 minutes long. Mm. It's mm. not as good like, at all. As Dark Place? No. Uh, that's too bad. That's too bad. Um, yeah, I, like, I don't know. All the episodes are a little bit different. I do really like the format of it, of like... Uh, the show, but it's uh, behind the scenes as well. So you get the the uh, actors, the character actor <laughs> interviews thrown in there. And I think later, like in the you don't have Matt Berry in the first two episodes or something. And then I think I, they realized they're like, we should throw this guy in here, too. So they started doing it for him as well, which I which I liked. But I didn't even uh, I didn't even realize that was Richard Aoti at first, like in the first episode or something. Oh. Like it didn't click for a second, and then, and then in the second episode, the way he talks, like how stilted it is, I was just like, I was like, oh shit! So that's Richard Aoi. I was like, I had no idea. Uh, but I really like the way it's um, it plays out like that, and uh, I think this is what um, budding filmmakers should watch, because I think like the editing and the delivery of a lot of the things in here, like. It really nails the intentionally like choppy kind of thing, which I think a lot of things try to do, but a lot of things do very poorly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this one nails it. This one nails it. There's a lot of just like uh, I think the best thing is there's a lot of really, really quick either visual gags or like just lines of dialogue that just go by super fast and uh, they'd be really easy to miss. But if you're just if you're watching carefully and you see these things, uh, man, it lands so, so good. Like just facial expressions or like movements that they have or just the way they say some dialogue. Real good stuff, Jared. Real mm-hmm. good stuff. So, and yeah, and it's, uh, it's like two hours. Yeah, total for all. Yeah, yeah like maybe 210 at most. Yeah, which is, uh, which is too bad. I wish there was more of this show. I mean, it's probably... 
it is what it is, right? It can live in our memory forever, but it's uh, also too bad that they don't have a nice kind of uh, little uh, 4K box set of uh, Darth Marenghi's. Yeah. So you can see, uh, what's her name, uh, swiveling in, in a chair back and forth with her hair up with psychic powers. I like that. I like that's, that. It's fantastic. That one's good. Uh, I like when uh, Sanch, uh, Matt Barry, turns into the uh, the Neanderthal. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's some real state of the art uh, effects, huh? I I like I liked it for that reason. Um, and bro- the, uh, was it broccoli? Yeah, yeah. The one episode that's kind of strange is the um, the eyeball one. I thought that one came out <laughs> a little bit out of nowhere, and the way it's introduced, where they're they're talking about all the erect penises, and then the eyeball. I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, where, where when did we take this turn with this show? So uh, that was the only episode that kind of caught me off guard. Uh, but uh, the rest, the, the rest are good. And uh, I think there's the Scottish mist. Well, Scotch I was gonna mist. say the the episode about the uh, with uh, uh, Garth Garth Marenghi's doctor character uh, yeah. talking about his his stop stopover in Glasgow. That I I really liked. So that's Scotch mist. I I really liked in that episode how all of the behind the scene actor producer interviews are all like, we didn't think it was racist. No, and we still don't think it's racist at the time. And like, I like how much they're building it up. And then it's a uh, he's like progressively becoming more like uh, like Scottish, like his hair turns red and they start like giving him like white powder on his face and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I like that one. I like that one where uh, I can't. There was a line in that episode that was really funny, too. Where he like he falls, he like gets knocked out or something and wakes up and he was like, apparently I was unconscious for a month. And he's like, oh well, I can't, I can't remember how he said it. It was fucking funny though. Yeah, I don't so know. The, the the writing at times on that show is like is so perfect. Well, that's what that's what I mean, man. Like, uh, it's very, um, it's very, it's very good. It's really sharp. And uh, the dialogue is super funny. I also like just some of the bits they do, like when he's reading out loud and out loud, and he's like, "The blood, 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 it's blood, blood." I know it's 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 good stuff. I like it. I like it. So I um, it's too bad there isn't more. I mean, if they ever tried to do more, it would maybe not be It'd have be the weight. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, it's good stuff. It's a good little find, Jerem. Good little find. I'm, I'm glad to have thought to tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I liked now, it. Now you have to uh, crack down uh, some Chris Morris comedy from the 2000s. That's uh, real good. Like Jam. I probably won't. Oh, Jam is... Is it... Well, is it available on anything? It's probably on YouTube. I'm not sure if full episodes are. I'll have to take a look. But Jam's great. Um, Big Train, less good, but still some good skits. These are more like skit shows, but... Which uh, train? Big uh, Train? Big Train. Oh, right. Um, And then there's also... um, Mitchell and Webb. Okay. Mitchell and Webb. Have you ever watched Peep Show? Like No, I have not. Uh, I, I Peep Show has been recommended to me a lot. Yeah, Peep Show is um, good. Does Peep Show have a laugh track? No. Okay. 
no, no. Okay. Well, so like we're doing, we're watching what we did in the shadows right now, and it's very, very similar. Like I think you would like that show as well. Um, it, I'd say it takes like two or three episodes for you to kind of get the hang of these guys. Uh, not that it's like not good from the start or anything like that, but it takes you a couple episodes to be like, okay, I see what's going on here. But the big thing about what we do in the shadows is Matt Barry is very good. Oh yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, Snuffbox. Snuffbox. Yeah, and that that's another one. I can't remember who it was. People, someone recommended Snuffbox and Peep Show to me a bunch. It's the same guys, right? It might have been me. Maybe. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Though yeah. I think Peep Show's maybe on Netflix. Maybe. But yeah, so yeah Snuffbox. So yeah, Matt Berry and uh, Rich Fulcher and yeah. their their antics. It's Let's a see. it has a peculiar cadence the show but there's some pretty great stuff there's some real lame shit in there but there's some mm. uh some top shelf comedy snuff box not available on your streaming services damn Motherfucker. damn but snuff bo- snuff bottle connection a movie from 1977 is on tubi some of this stuff so, was available so that's good readily i'm pretty but... sure peep shows on netflix I'm okay. i think Maybe the first season or maybe maybe CBC Gem or something. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, you know, tube Tubi. Tubi, it's on Peep Show. Tube, Tubi. Man, is there, there anything Tubi also, can't do? There's also apparently three seasons on Prime. Of Peep Show. Yeah. Okay. So well, after would... uh, after the vampires, we'll, yeah. we'll get we'll give it a go. Yeah, I mean, I did give up on Peep Show after about the first five seasons. It didn't, it, I don't know, it just was like, eh. But I'm not sure, maybe it doesn't held up super well either, but the first couple episodes, at least of Peep Show, I think will will hook you. Yeah. I'll give it a go. Because you, do you know, like, the gimmick of it? It is shot in, like, kind of this wide-angle first-person view, of, mm-hmm. and it kind of bounces between the two characters. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've seen a clip of it once. Yeah. Or so, yeah, I'll check it out eventually after after we rip through what we got. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's it. That's that's some real sad bastard TV. Ooh, isn't it all? <laughs> some of it, the good stuff. Yeah. And uh, what about you, Jared? You watch any movies? Well, I have RJ. What? That can't be right. I know. <laughs> Yesterday, I did it. I finally got to it. I Avatar watched... two. Weird. Oh, on your Roku? The Al Yankovic story. You know about Weird Al? I know you're one of the only people in the world that owns a Roku. <laughs> Lots of people have Rokus. And Roku no. software. They sure do. Come on. Hey, 63,000 people have logged it on Letterboxd. Have they? Yeah. That's 63,000 more people than have watched Green Room for Danger. What about Green Room? Uh, I might be about the same. What about capes? Caps. Huh. Okay, so you watched Weird. Yeah. And uh, I know Jay Jizdog here, big Yankovic fan. I was big as a as a as a, a youth. Love that Weird Al. Um, still one of the the high watermarks of comedy. UHF. Yes, it is. Yes, real it is. good, real good. But this this ain't no UHF. This is some 2022 comedy. This is Uh-oh. a Roku exclusive, so you're going, you're going to get what you get. Um, 
So I guess like the big deal about this was that Daniel Radcliffe, little Harry Potter himself, he's all grown up. And uh, now he's doing biopics. And this one's, it's like an ironic biopic. He's doing mm-hmm. Weird Al, of all people, you know. Here he is. Because he's uh, all. I, I mean, I, I'm assuming you've seen the trailer here and there. Oh. Uh, and then uh, Craigbot came in. So that was cool. So Craigbot does. So Craigbot does. Yes, it is. Yeah. But I'm back now. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're we're all learning things about one another, you know. Specifically, Craig. 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 It's an intro- it's, I'm watching it download. It's very fascinating how it does that. Like through the Matrix. It do- It is through the Matrix. Yeah. No, that's that's neat. So, <clears throat> I was talking about Al. Weird yes, were. Al. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I don't know. What, have you seen the trailer for this? Uh, I watched it without sound. Okay. Do you remember the first dalliance of a, a weird Ali Yankovic story uh, trailer from like 2010 or so? From the same director, Eric Appel. From no. Funny or Die with, uh, what's his name? Jesse Aaron. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. I, I know Jesse Ventura. You know Aaron Paul? Yeah, but I don't know whatever thing you're talking about. So there, it was like a Funny or Die like fake trailer from ten years ago or something. Uh, oh, okay. You and he was Weird Al in that. Yeah. And they, they presented it as you know a very serious biopic, but with Weird Al. So mm-hmm. I re, I actually watched that as well again because uh, after I'd seen it and I went, oh yeah, same guy. There's even some of the same gags. Oh seriously? There. Yeah. Man, but he had he, an idea, didn't he? Well, well, Patton Oswald was Dr. Demento in that. And this, this time out, though, it's Rain Wilson. And Patton Oswald only gets a little mm. cameo. Mm. A good cameo? Uh, it's barely in it. Barely in oh, okay. it. So this thing is way too long at like an hour and 45 minutes. There's there's an extended period of time in this where I was like, where, where where's the comedy? Where are the jokes? Where is it? I don't know, but I the thing that drove me nuts for a big chunk of this was how ugly this was. Actively unattractive. It's very it, poorly shot at times. Like the person filming this doesn't know what they're doing. Because it was filmed on a Roku. It might have been filmed on a Roku. I think they took a Roku stick and just held it up and filmed and filmed it like that. I want to take a look. Who is the uh, cinematographer? Of this Ross Reger. That oh, sounds yeah. like a real person. Reg. Yeah, this guy hasn't done too much. Yeah. Or, or Ross. <clears throat> well, what do you like. expect, right? No money. Uh, very lo- like low budget. Uh, they, but there's one scene in this that's super good uh, where it's like a you know backyard beach scene mm-hmm. with their uh, little private pool. And you get to see all the biggest stars of the 1980s, like Elvira and mm. Pee Wee Herman and Frank Zappa. Uh, Zappa? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's a uh, it's uh, Gallagher. <laughs> I I just I thought I liked what they were going for, um, and it was fine. It was like oh, that was yeah, cool. That scene was good. Um, I think the one of the best moves they did was just have um, Harry Potter lip sync uh, to 
owls singing. not actually try yeah not even yeah. try that's so good you start, you start busting out the tunes and those are some mm. good tunes the early days of al uh, probably the right call yeah there's a good there's a good bit about uh eat it and how Ooh. that's that's his first original song was it uh, yeah watch the watch the movie I can't. I don't have a Roku. Better get on it. Better get better get yourself a Roku channel. Dude, nobody on earth owns a Roku. Just not like even you. the guy who like not even the guy who started Roku. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah, Gil. Gil Roku. Even he doesn't have a Roku. I see. I think he's got a, a Chromecast. <laughs> that guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's remember, a Chromecast I, guy. I, I remember Chromecast. Yeah, he he's a, he's a Chromecast guy. It, it uh, was came too soon. You can say that again. Uh, so anyway, I don't know about this movie. It goes too long. Not for you. Uh, not eh, it just there's a lot a lot of potential. It could it could have gone zanier. Would have been mm-hmm. better. Uh, could have been better shot. Yeah. Hey man, that's that's the and, thing. Like, oh, and you know what also is annoying? So they got um, I can't remember the name of the dad. It's Weird Al's dad, of course, is a, a hard ass. Yeah, as you would expect. But he's played by um, Bill Parsons, uh, to- Toby Huss. Oh yeah, I know Toby Huss. But you know, you know who played him in the uh, the Aaron Paul short? Was Gary it also Cole, Sheriff Buck? Gary Cole would have. Hey. Not in Buckstown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's right. Not Buck. The you Buck, don't fuck Buck around tier. in Buck. Not not in Buckstown. That's too. Oh yeah. So Toby Huss, eh? Not a Toby yeah. Huss guy. He's no Gary Cole. Yeah, few are. Few are. Few. I mean, we got Sheriff Buck on one end. Come on. Come on. You know about Sheriff Buck, Jared? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. He is a scary guy. Great. A great specimen. He was a really scary guy. But see, yeah, Al, old Al. It's just a, just a show. He's just there. There's it's definitely too bad. Like, you get glimmers of who are obviously the best actors. You know who's you know what I think is a, a very good actor for these. Toby Huss, Will Forte. Oh, we got a little Will Forte action in there. A little bit. Yeah, Will Forte is wicked in whatever he does. Yeah, I always good. like to see Will Forte. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Very nice man when he shows up. We get some Jack Black. Mm. With a beard? Uh yeah, actually. Because yeah, he's had it for like two years, and as far as I'm as far as I can tell, I think he's like, I'm not shaving it. Because all I've ever seen for two years is just a massive beard on him. Which like go girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Get it. You you get it, girl. Yeah. Girl, so okay. Well, that's too bad. Um, I mean, people are talking about it a lot, but as we've pointed out, everything is the best thing ever now to everybody. To everybody, you know, where it's like we and we here at the podcast, we're not about that kind of lifestyle. No, we'll we'll call we'll call shit a shit. Let's say, hey, listen, it ain't good. Mm -hmm. It ain't good, and people should know this. Friendo, friendo, so bad stuff. Bad. I mean, you could watch it. Maybe you'll like it more than me. This stuff's subjective. But Probably not. A little bummed out. 
little bummed out. I probably won't, and that's fine. Yeah, well, you're not living that Roku life. Few are, my friend. I'm ahead of the curve. Few, few are. Many, many are. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sure I am. Sure I am. Um, But I've also, uh, lately, while painting flesh eater quartz yes i've been i've been putting on a little bit of tos uh really mm-hmm. you're doing the double deep dive again uh yeah i guess so it's on the background i'm not watching okay. i'm like full attention but mm. uh, man i that think ep- that episode so obviously for the people who don't know what tos is uh star trek the original series yeah the, the og trek uh i've had that on and I will say that uh, Nimoy's awesome. Oh yeah, he's so good. Uh, I think I think Shatman uh, has some variance in his performance at times, but yeah. he's great. I think one yeah. of the, the the one of the best scenes thus far in uh, Trek is the oh, God, the Corbin the Corbinite maneuver, where they meet the they mm. come, they run into the cube and then they blow up the cube. And then they run into the giant sphere, and they're mm-hmm. being th- they're being threatened to be destroyed. And they kind of outplay them, and they just like they kind of have the ship that's like left to th- their its own devices that they could take out. And then I think there's this idea of McCoy is just like, "Well, oh, stop! Dude. We gotta, gotta get out of here. Fuck them up." <laughs> and Kirk's just like, "Like what? What? What is our business here?" He just like lays down the Federation line of what they're doing. It's like we're going to save those people, even though they try to kill us. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah, Kirk. I mean, you're not you gonna, you're not, you're not gonna Cisco this, are you? You're not gonna, you're not gonna Cisco and Janeway this. I mean, there's, there's well, not moral, a lot of time some, for some moral criminals. relativism. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, like uh-huh. this is an old, fa- old fashioned. But I thought that was like uh, one of the first great, like, yes, that's what the Federation's about. Yeah, and not just like weird sexism. Like the ridiculous well, the miniskirts, but that's good too, though, right? There's like the one. Uh, I think it's the episodes like the dagger of the mind when he's going down um, with the that one psychologist from the ship. Her mm. sk- her skirt is absurd. <laughs> it's like is her, it so fashionable? Her, her, her her ass is just hanging at the bottom of it. It's her like, what? Her ass. Her ass is just oh, hanging okay. out of it. Yeah, there's there's like panties there but it's like what is this it's like it's bunching up it's like come on did, what did anyone... you say was there it's, there's there's a skirt but there's panties okay. and if it's like bunching up okay. there's like a bottom to it but i was just like what the fuck because it's like it's so high <laughs> like come on what who did this costume department uh her, i think shatner give, did give, give her some dignity yeah i mean it's uh space is sexy uh, in some space, did you? Did no one ever tell you that? Don't you remember the Orion Slave Girls? Well, it's yeah, a whole there's... other ball. That's a whole other thing, man. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, that those ep- the episodes you were talking about, those ones are great. Original series is just good. Everything's well, I just, good. Uh, I just started watching the Galileo Seven episode, which is still one of those uh, iconic yeah. ones for me. I love yeah, well. Episode. Here, here's the big question. After original series, are you going to watch animated series? I might, because I've never watched it. I've watched it, and you haven't? What the yeah. fuck is that? 
Well, I guess I've seen way more Star Trek than you have. You might have. Because at this point. Uh, seven seasons of Voyager, four seasons of Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've watched more Trek than me. Yeah. But I've watched more Trek over and over again than you. Yeah, that's probably true. But I, the biggest thing is, will you watch Enterprise next? No. Why not? <laughs> uh, what do you have to lose? It's a good show. It's genuinely good. I tried watching it. I watched the first episode and then I went. Watch the first. Watch the first. Me. Not for season me. three. Season three. It's so good, Jared. <laughs> so good. So good. So when are you gonna? When when do you want to watch Discovery? I don't know. What? You you have Peep Show. You have like nine seasons of Peep Show to watch. No, I can do Star Trek. I should just do Star Trek in the next couple months. Okay. Because I can, I can rip that out fast, and then I'll be done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Good. Anyways, <sighs> anything else you want to talk about? You got any? You got any news? Black Adam's doing great. Sean Crave. Came so clearly there. <laughs> the hierarchy of power is about out, to change. It, 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 turns out, it turns out when you lean into the microphone, I can hear you better. It's crazy. What, like this? Do yeah. I sound nice and clear? You do. You sound incredible. Is, it, is this how I should talk? N- not when you're leaning back, swiveling right. around. I'm going to talk like this most there of the time. There you go. Yeah. That's this, is that pageant, this is that pageant RJ uh, talk style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone knows that The Rock is weird, so The Rock. No, nothing new to report on that like end. The Crock. <laughs> I don't know if you saw I the smoked uh, him. I don't know if you saw that tweet I shared that I thought was uh fantastic. that you shared or that the creep I, shared. I shared it. Uh when did you share a tweet? I didn't see uh, that. Uh like at four o'clock today. Jeez. I was at work. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't. I can't go on my cell phone at work. You know, Jiminy Willikers. You know, what make you. G Willikers. I don't know. I just see Dwayne Johnson just tweeted something about thanks you Gen Z for choosing this Gen X big brown bald tattooed fanny pack man as your number one. I'll continue to work hard f- for you. <laughs> um, who is this for? Who is he talking to? Yeah, I'm trying to find your thing, but it might. I have to search you. Jizz. It's the last thing posted in movie scoops. Oh, well, if it's on Discord, that's way easier to find. It's on Discord. I I thought you said it was on Twitter. I I shared a tweet on the on the Discord. Okay, I got you. I hope you're all satisfied. You bankrupt the naive movie star from a Hollywood where values are different. He wasn't thinking about the money. He just wanted to tell a story. Story about Black Adam. And you slick small towners took him for all he was worth. Fuck, this is embarrassing. This whole story is so embarrassing. (laughs) James Gunn. I mean, I don't... The the Hatchet Man. The Hatch Man? What did people think was going to happen? With whoever was in there? You thought we were going to get six more Black Adams? Like, (laughs) Yeah. I know Dwayne Johnson thought that, obviously, but like I'm gonna say that you know I think all, they haven't made any mistakes yet. They, they're they're going hmm. ahead with the Batman, and uh, uh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good move. 
That's a good move. And that's I mean, it. the Flash, the that... Flash and Aquaman two still need to be released. Holy shit! Those I'm... movies are in the can. Yeah. They're done. Yeah, I remember my uh, my speculation on uh, that that three issue miniseries comic. So yeah. this might be the closest we get. Do you remember in the summer when we met in person, a rare occurrence, and we were talking about how, hey, aren't these two movies supposed to be out already? And then they never came out. They they were both supposed to be released already this year, months ago. Flash is now like a summer movie of next year. It was supposed to be last summer. I know. And Aquaman was supposed to come out like three months ago, I think. I know. And Amber Turd. She she settled in defamation suit. So did she? What are you gonna? Yeah, she did. She settled, and then she put out a big thing. She said, "This is not a admission of guilt." I think she. I thought she was trying to turn back time on that one. I think she tried. She might still be. If I could turn back time, do do. If I could, no way. Do do. It's cold outside. So we got that. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. That's a scoop. Yeah. I thought there was yeah. some other movie trailer that was worth a watch, but are you talking Maybe? about Avatar Two? Yeah, that's a, that's a movie worth a watch. Death Stranding got uh, greenlit for a movie. Did it? But I'm pretty sure Death Stranding is already a movie. You just have yeah. to have a PS4 to watch it. Right. Because I, I remember when they made that, I haven't played it yet, but I remember uh, Spirit Gamer, Hideo, said something like, uh, there's an ultra easy mode, and he said, that's for the movie fans. Okay. So you, you basically just turn it on, and it just plays all the cutscenes, I think. Probably like an eight-hour movie. Not bad, not bad. Not too bad, not too bad. So we got that. That's pretty cool. Heck yeah. Pretty, pretty cool, Jarrett. Hey, you know Rick Ross is on AEW tonight. Rick Ross? Rick Ross. The Ross. What's he doing over there? I don't know. He's uh I think he's trying to help settle some beef. I mean, I don't the thing about Rick Ross is he lost a lot of weight, which I know is healthier for him, but I liked when Rick Ross was uh a big guy. Like because a lot of his lines he was talking about how big he was. He's like fat boy squatting in a lowest Lambo. That doesn't work anymore now that he's lost weight. You know what I mean? No. Because he's not a fat boy squatting in a lowest Lambo anymore. Yeah. Well, and that's too bad. RJ, people can change. I mean, I know they can, but that that music's written in ink. Well, you know. Like the you internet. Think he, you think he still performs it? Live? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I think there's I think there's Criterion films announced or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, there was that one movie. Uh, oh, you want, you that want, crisp, oh, no. crispy oh. piece of shit. Oh yeah, that's a that is a crispy piece of shit. Yeah. March titles announced because I think they did this like the like last Thursday and would have completely slipped me by. But I remembered. I remembered. Okay. Not, not gonna pull one on old Jer. No sir. Hmm. So what do we got here? We got Mildred Pierce. Incredible. Mm-hmm. We've been asking for that fucking years. It's, uh, it's a gooder. You know about Mildred huh. Pierce. We've been asking for lo- it for years. His lover. Uh, yep. We got some, we got some, hey, not fucking around on this one, though. RJ, we got some John Woo back 
in the collection. We got Last Hurrah for Chivalry from 1979. Uh, Is that good? Yeah, why not? We we need more Woo. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know it, but I like Woo. Yeah, you like Woo? Well, I I go Woo woo for Woo. Woo likes you. Ooh. Uh, You know what's not great? (laughs) Inland Empire. Oh, let me, let me tell you, RJ. God, I, I love David Lynch. I think he's uh, one of the great American filmmakers. Genuinely, there's no mm-hmm. one else like him. But boy, oh boy, I don't like Inland Empire. In fact, it kind of uh, makes me laugh that when they present the title of it on their website, it's all like, you know, capital I, capital E, Inland Empire. No, it's all caps. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. I mean... Up. We've talked about this a lot, and the only thing I'll say is I'm glad that I will be long dead before we have to talk about Inland Amp- Empire proper. Yeah. Because that'd yeah. be eight years from now. I'll be dead 100%. Well, that could be like 12 years from now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't want to have to, de- like, even if you disabled comments on YouTube, people would start making other YouTube channels about why we're wrong about that movie. And uh, <clears throat> I'm just, no. We're not wrong. We're the only people that are right. Quinoa. It's not. It's not good. The, the DVD. The best part of it was when mm-hmm. uh, talk, is smoking in his kitchen and talking about making quinoa. That's yeah. the, the only thing worth watching. And it's a good ten minutes too. Yeah, I like that ten minutes of that film. Uh, then you have Inland Empire and rabbits and fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, looks there's... Like, it looks. It looks like shit. Yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff going on there. Hey, do you know about another movie uh, from 1979, weirdly? Uh, Chilly Scenes of Winter by Joan Micklin Silver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I um, I talk about that movie all the time, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. like, this, it's like a, your, your other sister act. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know how there's like two sides of a highway? Yeah. It's the embank- embankment. Oh, it's what catches you when you fall asleep in the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's always there right here. Just to catch you. Yeah, just to catch you. Just to when catch you, you. When you fail. Yeah. Well, if you've had a long day, no one's uh, going to blame you. Had a couple, one too many uh, bubbly pops. Oh, those bubblies, man. No, they get they're you. pretty tough. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, th- I thought I was good after the fifth one, but uh, Chili Scenes of Winter was there to catch me. Yeah, yeah. Some people what's call those Wobbly Pops. Wobbly Pops. What do you, what is, what's this uh, Chili Scenes about? Because I don't know this one. The Trailblazing um, Joan Micklin Silver, one of only five women to direct a film for a Hollywood studio in the 1970s. That's interesting. Uh, digs fearlessly into the, psycho- uh, the psychology of a thorny relationship in this anti-romantic comedy based on Anne Betty's best-selling novel about lovelorn civil servant Charles, played by John Hurd, and his married but separated co-worker Laura, played by Beth Mary Beth Hurt. Um, months after their affair has ended, Charles is haunted by memories as he desperately attempts to rekindle a love that perhaps never was. 
switching deftly between past and present. Ah, disjunctive editing, Roger. Micklin Silver guides this piercing deconstruction of male wish fulfillment fantasy beyond standard movie romance tropes into something more complicated and cuttingly truthful. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Oh, cuttingly truthful? Cutting? Piercing and cutting? Is any of it um, skewering by chance? Not a, not even a little bit. Ah, oh, shit. Horseshit. That is horseshit. Yeah. But it, sound, it sounds incredible. Yeah, I'm all for it. Darn tootin'. Yeah, I am all for it. <laughs> You're here for it? No, I didn't say that. Okay. All right. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Okay. Is that all the criterions? That's it. Okay, I just stumbled upon something pretty incredible. Okay. In the in the Creepsville Reddit community, and not no, not our podcast, but where we actually live. In the Creepsville Reddit community, free pound of ground beef today only. Would you like me to read more or do you want me to leave it there? Uh, you give me some deets. There's a coupon in the Herald today. If you come into, I'm not going to say the name of this institute because they don't sponsor us, but it's a meat and cheese store, and drop off a toy, you get a free pound of fresh AAA ground chuck. That's it. It's got 22 up up votes. So uh, I just saw the headline, free pound of beef today only, and I went, what? So that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Anyway, that's my news. And Man, there's some darkness on that Reddit. Oh my god. I, I've posted some into the Discord once in a while, but especially the Creepsville Reddit, there is some... Usually it's just people, why do people not drive good here? And it's like, who do you think Who do you think is on here? Who do you think this message is for? I know you're just venting, but like... What do they, what do you think they're going to get out of this? You know? What are you going to get out of this? They're going to get... Uh... Upvotes. Updutes, Up some votes. people call it. Yeah. Dutes? Yeah, when it's a dog, you doot their nose, so they call oh. them updutes. Okay. This is dog lingo. You you probably don't know about that. Yeah. Wow. Well, RJ. Three hours it. in. Not bad. Not, Not too bad. bad. Um, anyways. Yeah. A movie to talk about. After the break, there's been a murder, maybe. Better send for Scrooge. McDuck? That's right. Lottie. And and the little ducks, you know, little... You know how soft a duck is? Have you ever touched one? Yeah, they look so soft. You see that? That's uh, bringing it back. (laughs) <laughs> uh. Green, green, it's green they say On the far side of the You see, I'm gone. You know, there ain't no woman gonna settle me down. I just gotta be traveling on, a singing. Green, green, it's green, they say, on the far side of the hill. 
this whole wide world Gonna tell me how to spend my time I'm just a good loving rambling man Say buddy can you spare me a dime Hear me crying it's a And we're back This is the Criterion Creeps podcast And tonight we're talking about Green for Danger From 1946 Directed by Sidney Gilliatt RJ, the tagline for this film, murder, weapon or clue? Um, are those things different? Uh, depending on who wields them. Like in the metaphorical sense, I mean, are those things different or? I mean, both. Jarrett, what are we doing here? What are you talking about? In the midst of Nazi air raids, a postman dies on the operating table at a rural hospital. But was the death accidental? Uh, that's it. I mean, that's a that's a fair description. Kind of sets things up. Doesn't give too much away. No, it's not like it's not like those other movies where they go, "This guy shits his pants." And then you watch it and you go, wow, that guy did shit his pants. Like 15 minutes before the end credits. Yeah, and you go, man, I wish they didn't give that away, but what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? So that's too bad, I guess. But, I mean, I think that's a fine description. It's a little this. It's a little that. Is it Duncan-esque? I don't know. know. Duncan-esque. Yeah. That's a new Uh, brand of thing I'm, I'm doing. So this movie opens up with a uh, a voiceover narration by mm-hmm. um, what's what's the inspector's name, RJ? Uh, I think it's uh, Cluso. Mm, cl- it begins with a C. It's Cluso. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Pink Panther? Doc. Sorry, Inspector Cockrill. Oh, not Cluso. Not Cluso. Oh. This guy's got a different uh, style than Clouseau. He's not even a Perot. He's a he's a real cockerel, right? So I got that wrong. This is based on a series of books starring the same guy. You know about this? I don't. Can you explain it? No. That's all you need to know. Oh, okay. That's it. There's nothing else to it than that. Nope. Okay. Anyways, uh, yes, by somebody named Christiana Brand, everyone's favorite. What even? What even does that mean? Well, the, let's Christiana talk about Brand. Some, let's talk about some pre-production on this movie. That's very Ooh. exciting. Uh-huh. Uh, it's based on a novel buyer. She was married to a sure. surgeon who was assigned to a military hospital. Says Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, Mr. Wikipedia also adds she. Uh, went along to watch an operation and the anesthesiatist uh, told her how to commit a murder. She hey, thought... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it... Okay, wait. Yeah, finish. Finish. She thought, just... of tur- she thought of turning this into a thriller, but could not think of a motive until a drunk man told her of an experience in a bomb shelter. What what she, do they mean? She wrote the book, which was published in 1941. Wait, wait, get there. the New York Times called it, and I quote, "extremely involved." Unquote. Involved in what? Extremely involved. 
involved in what? I don't know. I don't understand. It is. It's just extremely involved. Listen to the New York Times. The more like the New York wines. <laughs> Kobe. So the, the director bought a copy of it uh, <clears throat> at, at a train station to read on a train. Okay. This is these are big facts. Okay. Um, he said he was not attracted by the detective or the hospital setting, but well. What appealed to me was the anesthetics, the rhythmic ritual from wheeling the patient out to putting him out and keeping him out, in this case, permanently. With all those cross-cutting opportunities offered by flow meters, hissing gas, cylinders, palpitating rubber bags, and all the other trappings in the middle of the Blitz, too. You know about the Blitz, Sarge? Hissing gas or pissing gas? Uh, you decide. Okay, blips? Are you talking about the, blimps? The blitz. Oh, the blitzkrieg. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yep, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Talking about blitzkrieg. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how this movie opens up, with the blitz happening. It's going down. Uh, WW2 style. Really? Nope. I was just going to say, so Alistair Sims, uh, who's yeah. the inspector in this, he's he's narrating the whole tale. So you know he's going to be all right by the end. Um, but man, you hear his voice, and all I hear is Scrooge. That's it. A duck? Or a different Scrooge? Uh, a Christmas Carol, 1951, where he's uh, Scrooge. I don't know if I've ever seen his. That, that's bullshit. There's no way. There's I no mean, way. I I know that all Scrooges are based on, on him. It's all there's like it's on TV every year forever. You never watch that old man stuff. Probably not. I'm not what you would call a mega dork. He goes cratchit. No, that sounds like dork stuff. Ghost. Uh, I'm spirit. Spirit. <laughs> Whose grave is this? I'm not a mega. You, you should be what? Well, you know what you should be doing this week, RJ. You should be watching some Christmas Carol films. They're good. Just not, will... not the one with Jim Carrey. Don't do that. Don't. I, don't, I thought don't. that was your favorite one. I thought no, you said you loved the CGI no, in that film. No. <laughs> the candle. Okay, let's see. Alistair Sim. Yep. Christmas Carol. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I have it as watched, so I must have watched See, it. Oh, I rated it even. When did uh, I watch it? I watched it in 2017. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, and I uh, I tagged it as Crustmas. Yeah, see, it is Because he's crusty. Like that old film. bastard. Yeah, like, well. Like the, the, the filmmaking. Some have said. Some hey, have so, said. so this is two movies about uh, anesthetists. Anesthesiologists? Anesthesiologists? Anesthesiologists. This is two in like two months. What was the other anesthesiologist film we watched? Uh, Corridor of Blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it the was. origins of it. Yeah, 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 it was. You know, so you know that anesthesiologists make an incredible pay, but they also have a really high... Um, like, there's a really weird insurance thing with anesthesiologists because they very frequently kill people. Actually, I, like, not frequently, but, like, they have a high... There's a high chance that they could be the person that kills person someone and not the doctor because, like, people with anesthesia, like, anesthesia, it's always, like, kind of iffy. 
I remember the first time I ever got put under, I had to get blood work done. You got put under for blood work? No, I got like to get the get put under. I had to go get uh, blood work done when I went to get oh. uh, wisdom teeth removed from my face. Oh, I got put under for wisdom teeth too, but like not all. You're not like fully unconscious. You're like semi-conscious oh, and only yeah. kind of half horny. Oh, I, oh, what? What? Yeah, I was just gonna say what? I had I had fourth teeth taken out on that trip. I only had three. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a real huh. throwback. You know what wisdom teeth are, Jared? Um, Teeth. They're called a vestigial feature. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. It's called a vestigial feature, Jared. Yeah. I'll let, you, I'll let you do the heavy work there on that one. Okay. Vestigial feature. What do you know about hairy necks? Uh, what do you think I know about hairy necks? Oh, man. So... <laughs> I'm Do you know I'm ahead. Hungarian? In... I'm, getting, I'm getting ahead of myself here. So yeah. anyway, so this movie opens up. Uh, there's a mailman. He's riding along. Uh, he heads off to a, a little bomb shelter to deliver some mail. And he, mm-hmm. they get fucking rocked with a bomb. Uh, messed up real bad. They get brought to the little hospital. There's like this tension between doctor and nurse that who cares about and way too much of this movie are you you talking about the sexual tension yeah who cares about this shit okay so that that's one of the problems i had with this movie but there's a lot of that and uh so yeah this injured man shows up and they're like oh well i guess we better fix him up and uh things go awry and he's dead but so you know what as you just said these guys have a license to kill and thrill. I said that. Yeah, that's a quote. okay. And okay. Uh, so they can get away with it. But this was one too many dead people under his watch. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying. Barn. I know they have like a Doctor Barnes. <laughs> Barnes loaf. No. Bucky nope. Barnes. I just know anesthesiologists. Have, I think they have to be insured really high because there's like a, a really high chance that people can die when they get put under. And the next time you go for a medical operation, I encourage you to bring me along with you uh, with power of attorney so that okay. I can make sure things go smoothly. Mm-hmm. Make sure you swap, make it, make the right swap of the tanks there. Well, I, I do have power of attorney f- f- with you, right? Mm. I, I I have your power of attorney, right? No. I'm saying that for the record right now. No, he doesn't, doctor. No, that's that's you not Jared's to, voice. You have, you have to stop him. <laughs> that's not Jared's no, that's, voice. That's, that's Craig, Craig Bot. Bot. <laughs> that's Craig Bot. He is he is taking over. Oh. Somebody send help. Craig Bot is taking over. Yeah. Okay. Send help, please. So, what's this movie about, RJ? Uh, I don't know. There's going to be an investigation. Yeah. And there's like a love triangle, kinda. It's like a love square. It seems yeah. like. There's a bunch of people hot and horny for each other in this movie. But, like, no one should be hot and horny for anybody on the screen. Well, there's Alistair that one Sims. guy. Yeah, Alistair Sims. Yeah. Quite the, quite the haircut. Well, he's pretty horny. Yeah. On the best are, day. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, there's a party. Yeah. Like it's not like a New Year's party, but... For some reason, I was thinking about this like 1940s dance scene, and it kind of reminded me of Phantom Menace. It's not Phantom Menace, Phantom Thread. Uh, I was gonna scene. say, could you explain 
how that reminded you of Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Well, you know about tariffs? Uh, I don't. I don't I, know about tariffs. I, Could you explain? I, I, I typed Phantom Thread. But it came out all wrong. Thread. Interesting. Do Interesting. It. Yeah. I and like that. Palpatine. So anyways... Yeah. Because uh, uh, my mind started wandering about how when I saw that scene at Phantom Thread, um, as opposed to Menace, I was like, you know, this is like reference to some P.T. Anderson movie that he watched. And he's like, and he'll talk about it like in a GQ interview. And then suddenly all these assholes in Letterboxd will be talking about the the powerfulness of that scene in the movie that they've never watched. You know what I'm talking about? Ah, uh, I mean, I believe I know what you're talking about. Real suits out there. But that's skipping over Harry next. So there's this other doctor. I guess he's like the guy who runs the hospital. Uh, the Dr. White. This Ronald Adam guy. Holy shit. Uh, this man had one hairy neck. Did you this... describe for the people at home what you mean by that? It's like You know when you go to the barber, uh, they, they clean you up back there? They sure. Do, they, because you know you're not supposed to have like hair connecting your uh, your hair on your head to your back. Sure. Well, this guy didn't get that memo. Didn't get. Doesn't give a fuck. No. It's, it's, it's like a wolf man. What do you think he does with that hair? Because I was like wondering, like, is this just the style of the time? And then I'm looking at this other doctor. I'm like, no, no, he doesn't have any hair on his back. Which was the style at the time. Yeah, this other guy, though, he's like a George the Animal Steel. He was kind of hairy. I don't think George the Animal Steel was as hairy as people think. I think he just had like a... I think he was just like a, a soft guy, you know? He was like kind of tender, and I think people made it think he was hairier than he was. Mm, here. Well, I'm going to send this to you. You tell me. You is this a picture of George the Animal Steel, or is this a picture of a uh, um, huge, hairy man? Who's to say? Who's? I sent it to you. Okay, wait. I see it's on my phone here. <clears throat> Open it up. And let's have a look here at... Uh... I mean, yeah, that's pretty hairy. Yeah, it's like... the rest His haircut like... in general is kind of strange. Yeah, well, I mean... It's, it's you very have, sharp. You have, you have to work with what, what you have. I mean, he's a, he's a balding yeah. man, so... And he wants to leave it all intact. This is before shaving your head was uh, in vogue. Do you think you would ever shave your head? No, nah, I don't need to. I've got a beautiful head of hair. I mean, you do You do have pretty thick, luscious hair, but like, not even that you would need to. Do you think it's you a, might just a, wake nice up one loaf. day? Nice loaf. A what? A loaf. It's a nice loaf of hair. Okay. But you don't think you'll ever wake up one day and just be like, like looking in the mirror and just kind of cutting all your hair out? Well, I'll do it before I put on clown makeup. While you listen to Alanis Morissette, just... <laughs> I'm not going to do this song. I'll, you guys I'll, know I'll, what I'll, I mean. I'll listen to some T-Rex. Oh. Yeah. That's good, too. Okay, so this guy's got a hairy neck, and you're in. He's got that. a hairy neck, and he wants to investigate, and he says, hey, you should be suspended while this is going on, since you've now got two bodies. Your body counts, too. Yeah. And he's like, well sucks to your ass mar and then he goes to a party and he does some dancing and there's some uh some emotions flaring there's some jealousies with ladies and who you can there's... dance with and you what? just can't you just can't win but soon enough uh there is a nun there yeah who's like 
I know that this guy was killed. And only I know how he was killed. And it's somebody here. What's the worst that could happen by revealing this information? Well, what's the you worst that me. could happen? You can get I don't know. You can get killed by what it looks to me like a man in a surgical gown. I took a screenshot. I thought that was a good effect. Yeah. Yeah, send me that screenshot. I thought that was a really good effect, actually. That, um, that guy? Well, because I think that guy gets stabbed for real. Like, I know they swapped out the lady actress for a man. Yeah. But th that dude is, he's genuinely being killed. Oh. Which I kind of thought was a nice touch, to be honest. I was like, good for you guys. Good, good for, you. for you. So anyways, now we've got, like, people just being stabbed to death. Like, nuns being stabbed to death in the hospital. So, from Scotland Yard comes Inspector Cockrell. Alistair Sim himself. Mm. And he's and he's uh he's really afraid of getting bombs dropped on him like a real coward. He's a little jumpy about it, uh, but we, he only thinks about when he's outside. Once you're inside, you're safe, right? I like how you're like this guy's a real bitch, scared of a bomb, fucking loser. Well, I know it just it's just that they completely forget about it <laughs> like until the very end of the film. Well, they, and then it's it a comes back it's, for a it's, second. It's a bookend. It's a bookend. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he shows up, and this guy's like real, like detective story material, where he's just like, "It's one of you five who did it in this room." <laughs> I don't believe in formality. I'm such a mm -hmm. card. <laughs> and but he's about he shows up about forty minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. they they actually do a kind of clever job of telling you exactly who it is at, in that scene, uh, with sort of like a clever work of the camera where a character is seeing something that they couldn't have possibly seen from that angle if they hadn't been in the room. And I like that in hindsight, mm. but that'll be where the praise ends, RJ. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So anyway, oh, wow. this is a, this is a procedural okay. uh, with a bunch of characters that no one likes. Okay. No one's saying, no one sane would be like into this other than maybe the British people. Oh, the British. Do you think it's because they like gray stuff? They, I think they might. Yeah. Remember, remember uh, Canterbury Tales, RJ? I do remember. Do you remember the glue man? I remember the glue man. This is this movie. You know what this movie needed? It needed a glue man. I mean, a lot of movies, I think, need a glue man. Glue mans are cool. I like glue man. The glue man crew. Glue man crew is would be a wicked band name. No. Yeah, I like the Glue Man. I think Glue Man is wicked. So, anyways, <clears throat> investigations occur. Sure. He's, he's examining the people. Get, sure. Get into the brass tacks of the matter. Uh, yeah. And then there's another, like, sort of attempted killing. Uh, there's a fire where mm -hmm. one of the suspects almost dies and is saved by a uh, one of the other suspects. So obviously it would rule them out, would it not? Um have you ever played Clue? I have, I think. You um, have? Is or maybe it's guess who I've played. I don't think I've actually you know what? I've never played Clue ever. Ever. Really? Ever. I mean I've it's never, not surprising because you're kind of I've never even like, watched the movie. I'm the what? movie's great. I was gonna say you're kind of a soulless kind of being. That doesn't do fun stuff like play Clue. I'm a homunculus. Um, yeah, yeah. 
People, do you want to know what a homunculus is, Jarrett? Do you know about vestigial wall, features? Wall, wall of Sean. Do you want you want to know about a homunculus, Jarrett? As Wall of Sean is described by Woody Allen in Manhattan. Homunculus. Homunculus. I mean, there's that. There's that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not super surprised you haven't played Clue. It, I mean, it's weird, but you know, whatever. Uh, you know what is a better game than Clue? Have you ever heard of Thirteen Dead End Drive? Yeah, that game was cool, man. They had cool commercials for that game. I and remember it, commercials. I never played it though. I didn't know anyone who had that. I think I had a friend who had it. Um, but uh, I just, I just remember when the commercials came out it was like this isn't your this isn't your dad's clue it was like this is this is clue in denim cutoffs and you're like holy shit man or like our titties gonna get slashed uh anything can happen in 13 dead end drive dude anything can happen anything can happen yeah what were we talking about sounds pretty 90s gnarly oh it was gnarly dude 13 (laughs) dead end drive was pretty cool stuff it's like you know mousetrap yeah not unlike mousetrap that's what remember, i would say remember when they made mousetrap edgier yeah where it was just like mouse gap and it was like dudes like gapping each other that was gross what i don't know i'm just making stuff up gapping i don't know it's kind of like gleeking yeah do you know about gleeking jared I, i've heard about it yeah okay yeah so uh i don't know the mystery continues uh, where we find out, like, oh, yeah, so Cockroach's going to make them. Oh, because so this this woman, this poor woman who was died in a fire, uh, mm-hmm. she has a, a depressed skull fracture. And yeah. They're going to have to fix her skull. And they're like, so Cockroach's like, well, I'm going to make you all reenact the scene of what happened before till we catch with the, the mistake. Yes. Let's put this healthy woman under anesthesia for real mm-hmm. just so we, to see if someone's going to kill her. She's got, a, she's got a fracture in her skull. We're going to do a little. Uh, well, no, she doesn't. Well, that's that was, the twist. That's, that's the twist. Well, I mean, but it, it's laid out like because he tells all the people he's like, you're going to do this. And then he goes and he says, well, my dear, they bought it. You have to pretend that you're <laughs> crippled tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so I can find out. So you might die. You but, might die. But that, that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> that's how it came. That's how it played out to me. And I went, huh? No. Huh? It's, it's so stupid. It's such a fucking convoluted stupid. Oh, wow. Idea. Oh, wow. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Anyways, I don't want to so, say anything. So they do it and they find out. Oh, one of the oxygen tank bo- or tanks says carbon dioxide instead of oxygen. Well, Jared, do you know what the carbon dioxide tanks are like? Typically, what? They're green. Oh, I see. Dude. And they're danger. This movie's black and white. Well, Jared, carbon NRG. dioxide. I'm colorblind. I'd be dead. I'd kill everybody in the hospital. You would be dead. Do you know carbon dioxide's more dangerous than uh, lack of oxygen? Because carbon dioxide is a poison. Do you know about vestigial features? Do you know about that? Um, too much carbon dioxide is way worse than too little oxygen. Let me tell you right now. Vestigial tails. No, well, uh, uh, tailbones are vestigial features. Tailbones. Tailbones. Um, Used to be a tail there. Yeah. And then what happened? 
I became vestigial. Why? I lost the need for it, it, my man. Was it was it God? Well, he probably had a hand. He he had a hand in everything. He went there with some scissors. Don't get it twisted, baby. Don't get it twisted. He had his hand in all of these sorts of things. Okay. Yeah, which is good because who else is Is going to do it? Is this like the watchmaker on the beach? What do you think he? What do you think he was trying to do? Have you ever looked at the human eyeball? So who's the murderer, Uh, Jay? Mm -hmm. Who's the murderer? I don't. I can't spoil that. Spoilers. It's it doesn't matter. It's one of the people in the rooms. And then they, you find out the motivation. They say, well, kind of did it for this reason. And you go, oh, yeah. Okay. So it's and like, then because you know what? As it turns out, it's about revenge. It's about revenge. And then there's kind of an ending that you go, hmm. Uh-huh. And then one of the other characters goes, well, this didn't really need to happen. Because of you, and points to the audience, kind of, but you. points to Alistair Sim. And he goes, well, <laughs> what? And, and then Alistair like, well, I, I, what is it? I'm going to pretend like I'm going to resign, and you're going he, to reject, and you're not going to No, he says, it. consider this a letter of re- resignation <laughs> that I hope you do not accept. <laughs> because I'm back, baby. I'm already back. I don't care. <laughs> He said, so what? Somebody fucking died. He said, who gives a shit? One more in the pile. Yeah, he said, drop in the bucket when you're working with these kinds of pipes. That's right. What a showboat he is. See this yeah. Shit? Yeah. So this movie, boy. Sounds like you liked it. Oh, I didn't. I tried watching this. Tw- I, I watched this one and a half times. Tw- like, I watched what do you mean one and a half times? I, I tried watching it again. Because I was like, surely there's something more for this. And no. Why does does this movie have like heavy praise or something? Why would you give it two shots? I don't know. Just give it a shot. Because I was like, I half remembered it the first time. And it was like, you know, 12 hours later, I'm like, I don't remember anything about this movie. And I was Mm. watching again. I was like, I'm going to take some notes this time. Right. And it's just like, oh, glazes right over me. Oh, that's too bad. And, and, and not like a donut, which are delicious. Not like a donut? Not like a donut. Shit. A crusty old donut. Crispy piece of shit? Crispy piece of shit. So anyways, uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about this. Um, sounds like you have a lot to say. You're just not quite no, ready to say I'm it. I'm good. I'm, no, I'm good. RJ, what did you think of green for danger? Um, Brown for shit. <laughs> yellow for piss <laughs> i'm actually kind of kidding but i'm gonna go update my review right now because that's kind of funny <laughs> i actually i thought this movie was fine okay. I, I think you're i think you're more negative on it than i am i thought it was just fine but i am definitely gonna go edit entry brown comma for shit fuck that's good. there's no there's no comma i'm putting a comma in there I just assume that this is part of a series of books, like Blue for Risk. Uh, and uh, Cyan for Pickle. Yellow for Urgency. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yellow for Urgency is good. I think Red's got to be for Urgency. Black Yellow's got Yellow for Caution. Yellow Black for Caution. Brown for Explosive. Oh, some people can't handle their brown. 
Uh, so okay, saying. I um I see some of the charm in this movie. Like uh, I don't love this thing. I'm I, but I don't hate it. I think I'm I think I'm like a step over where you are, where it's like ah, I can kind of see why people like this thing. Uh, it's kind of it's witty. There's some good banter. There's some dry goblin mode type stuff in there. You know, real English stuff. You know the English people, Jared? I'm talking about their crisps. Talking about their crisps and teas and what and stuff like that. So um, I didn't mind that. I liked uh, I liked some of that, and uh, I was interested in some of the murder stuff. Uh, when once we get into the the big thematic kind of reenactments, that's where it, it honestly lost me because I was like, mm, you seem like a bad detective, dude. Uh, which I mean is kind of the ending of this movie. Where it's like, oh, he is a bad detective. But it, like, it's what I said already. It's like, well, we're just going to put you out on under anesthesia for real when someone has just died that we know because someone else did it. Um, but uh, there is some stuff that I thought was really funny. Like when sometimes people would be talking, like someone would be talking and then another person would be like, shut up. And like the scene would kind of keep going. <laughs> And I, I actually thought that was super funny. Like people were kind of soup, like very blunt with each other where or like a girl would be talking. And this actually happened like three separate times. One of the nurses was talking and a guy would be like, sounds like you need a cup of cocoa and and need to go to bed. And the lady's like, no, I don't need that. And he's like, well, I don't know. Uh, so every time a woman is kind of like, you know, I, I have a feeling something's going on here. A guy's response is always like. I think you probably need some cocoa. Probably need to go hit the hay. Give that old noggin a rest. Sounds like you're getting hysterical in here. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of funny too, but for different reasons because of, you know, classical sexism and um, things like that. But uh, I did I did like some of the dialogue, how they kind of talk to each other. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I thought the uh, Rob Triangle stuff was fine. I don't know. It was fine. Um, I did watch this with Andy, and I'm not gonna lie, I did fall f- asleep for about ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Poo? Somewhere, somewhere in the middle. I can't tell you exactly where it happened, but somewhere in the middle, like uh, we were on the couch, and I was kind of like, I, I had a head on a pillow, like beside her, and I kind of just like for like ten minutes, and I was like, huh? and she's like, were you asleep? And I was like, I don't know maybe it's like how far in the movie i think i missed probably 10 minutes of this i don't think i missed anything though maybe that's why i'm a little bit more like soft on this movie is because i I fell asleep for 15 (laughs) you know what i mean so to me this was like a 70 minute movie and i was like all right whatever not bad not bad (laughs) not too bad not too bad no i think it's okay um i'm not i'm not real hard on for it you know what I mean? Like no, horny stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's okay. I can see why old English people probably really like it. You know, you know about goblin meat. Oh yeah. This is a goblin meat. All right. This is a goblin meat. So I think it's fine. It's not, it's not a big love for me, but uh, I think it's definitely better than some of the Robesons. I'll say that. And it was in English, which was kind of nice, mm. which is a rare treat for us sometimes. That's true. You can look away from the screen. 
Yes. So the movie's much more watchable under those. Have some sleep sleeps. Hey, RJ. I want to hear about people who hate this movie. Sure. Other than you, I guess. Wow. Yeah, that's fine. Care. Little coolest posters. He looks like he's got a huge boner. That is not. That is not how he looks at all. This is like his secondary portrait of him in the background. The confidence he's putting out in this picture does not match his personality. Yeah. No. Plus, look at his raging heart on. Yeah. I death. One and a half stars. Off the charts, drawl and bone dry, okay. dotted with the sporadic character, uh, sporadic standout scene, such as the party sequence or any scene in the operating room. You have to love the hovering threat of an oncoming air raid by the buzzsaw like whir, or the visuals of the characters introduced by just their eyes under their masks and cap, and the fact that the culprits disguised by their identical OR scrubs. One could only think this was the impetus for the entire plot. It's interesting that in a film made and set during wartime, the home front is depicted across the board as faulty or treacherous. The hospital workers are all accused of murder. The postal workers' ineptitude serves as the motive for said murder. And Alistair Sim is the Scotland Yard inspector is instigating and malicious. Could this be that British self-deprecating wit we've heard so much about? Or was the UK's wartime effort this negligent? Dun, dun, I mean, it's dun. hard to say. It's hard to say that... Well, what about eye death? What, what's eye uh, death? They like Shadow of a Doubt. I love to sing a, which is, looks like a cartoon from the 30s. Modern romance and strange behavior. Here's a weird one. One star films oh. include Jersey Girl, which okay, but then Muppet Treasure Island. That movie slaps. And then another one star film is um, Antichrist. And then another one star film is The Crying Game. And then another one star film is Inception. Not really sure where these one-star films are coming from. If anything, I know you might not like some of those, but Muppets Treasure Island is a pretty good show. So I don't know what the problem is there. It's weird. Alfred Uh-oh. Scott, one and a half stars, picked up the Criterion Collection version of this oldie. Okay. Criterion Collection is usually no. the best of the best. Yes, RJ, usually. <laughs> but this no. one, not quite up to snuff. Alistair Sim is the goofy detective makes it worth viewing. Not much else, unless you happen to be alive in the place and time it's set. England near the end of World War II. Uh, I can't believe that we're here for this person as they find out that the Criterion Collection is not good. Yeah, I kind of I kind of really dig Alfred Scott because it's a picture. It's kind of like an old dude. And then there's a cat in the picture, too. And the cat is kind of like right beside the camera. It looks like the cat is taking the selfie. I kind of really dig that. This guy's picture is awesome. Everyone should go follow Alfred Scott. He's from Windsor, Ontario, and uh, he only has 31 followers. I think this guy's wicked. He has one five star film, Blade Runner 2049. So I think everybody should follow this guy. He's also got a list, actual DVDs. I still own this day and age. It's kind of cool. Let's see. Let's look at some actual DVDs he owns. Oh, he owns the DVD of About Schmidt. Uh, He has the DVD for AI, Artificial Intelligence. Uh, He has (laughs) the DVD of The Talented Mr. Ripley. 
Man, this is like a regular. This guy's pretty Sanchez. cool. This guy's pretty cool. I like. Oh, there was notes on that list. E- even I'm not going to read those, but Alfred Scott from Windsor, Ontario, you're a cool dude. I like your vibe, dude. Uh, what about N Slater ninety? Okay. On paper, I should be all over this. Fundamentally, it's the same ingredients as a giallo. No, it's not. The look of a noir, and yet I just never could quite fully get into it. These kinds of films only really work if you are invested in the plot and need to know the answer. Come the end of this film, I really didn't care who the killer was, and I think when you reach that point, nothing can really salvage. I don't you. agree with this being a giallo at all. This person one and a half starred ready to rumble. Fuck is their problem? Uh, favorite films: Stand by Me, A Room with a View, The Tree of Life, and Rocco and His Brothers. One and a half stars for Ready to Rumble. Get the fuck out of here. Are we watching the same movies? How about the very end? The very end here. We have Platypus Bear, two stars. Pretty boring. The ending is kind of interesting. I don't like that they spelled platypus wrong. Uh, apparently, this this person. Well, it's platypus. I, 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 I see that. Did you see when they're. This person hasn't logged a film since uh, September 2013. This is a 10-year-old account. It's got to be one of the originals. Like an original letterbox account. 10 years in, and then they have it. Last movie they watched was Annie Hall, September 30th, 2013. They said, Woody Allen is great. It is the only Allen movie I've seen. (laughs) And that was and, and nonetheless, was it was well. very interesting. <laughs> I, I like this a lot. Woody Allen is great. It is the only Allen movie I've seen. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it. it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, yeah, Damn. there we go. What are you going to do? Thanks. Oh, yeah. Craigbot's still here. Hey. Craigbot is online. Show me your wiener. That's what Craigbot does sometimes. Don't listen to him. That's my advice. Don't listen to Craigbot. Get you in a lot of trouble one day. After the break, um, we get put under. And hopefully... Never come i 
RJ, what kind of uh, minor or major surgery would you like to be put uh, under the gas for? The rest uh, of your life? Uh, testicle. Um, no, the yes. other one. Uh, when you when, you're doing anything with your hands, you're like mashing them when, together. When they're when when they're, they're too good and you need to bring one. them down. Yeah, I, I need a testicle reduction. reduction. Not for me. Yeah. Are they starting to like touch the? the no, they just they just seem. Are they are, seem are too they powerful? Do you know what I mean? Okay. What ball? What ball is this? Well, I didn't mean it like that. I just mean like, I'm afraid of what could happen. Okay. Yeah. Filthy. Well, folks, you can email us at criterioncreeps at gmail.com and tell that was us about, about your, your testicle. At, at Christmas, what do they call those, RJ? Jingle balls. Christmas balls. Come on, come on, Jingle come on! It was right balls. there. It was right there for you, buddy. Yeah. We got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. Letterbox. I'm sure uh -huh. he's bombed up. Don't follow what? him. What? He's a bad man. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We're oh. on Patreon, which is a good way to get up to Discord. Discord. Is that good? Um, what else we got? We got a YouTube. Who gives a shit? What even is YouTube? Nobody knows. YouTube. But next week, RJ. Oh, man. Right between. Christmas and New Year's, uh, a tasty treat from Michael Powell, 49th parallel from 1941. Where's the 49th Holy parallel, shit. RJ? Stone's throw from here. Yeah. Is That's that what right. that movie's about? Is it about the Canadian border? Yeah. For real? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a manhunt. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Some, some I mean, I'm not going to look forward to it, but that's kind of cool. Yeah. And who knows how many think about all the video games you're gonna to get to play between now and then. And then you'll be like, oh fuck, I have to watch this. Well, thing. I mean, not that many. Because I still gotta work for a couple days. I st I work till Friday oh, and then I and then I get a couple days off. You know? I... Tell pizza what, to what, fuck what, off. you want people not to have their pizzas? Minus four. You know when no, pizza is care. the busiest? When the weather is absolute shit. It's minus 40 out right now. People ordering the shit out of some pizza. I might order one right now. I sure are. I don't have to deliver it to myself. Do it. Do I don't it. actually. I mean, Proof I don't do the deliveries. I just kind of hang out there. Okay. So I got that going for me, which is pretty good. Yeah, you just hang out. Oh, well, yeah. Nobody ever goes in there. Can you tell me if you've ever used the bathroom at a Pizza Hut? Uh, all that to say about that is hashtag the creep. Oh, stage. is it taking off? Okay, wait. No. Has but... anyone ever used a Pizza Hut bathroom? Serious replies. That should be a poll. I'm going to say yeah. jizz. Dog will make a hole. Okay. All right. It's in the Discord, which is a, um, the grow up, fastest growing community, uh, among other things.
Very good. How come Very how come good. my my Discord says Barnloaf hashtag twenty ten? What does that number? Mean? <laughs> that's your lot. Twenty ten. When they when they come for no, it's like that's the like the Logan's Run type thing. Yeah. Okay. Bag him and take him, and do, boys. And do what? <laughs> no, uh -oh, you'll find okay. out. You'll you'll wish that you never. Woke I do. Up. I already do that every day. Well, uh, Merry fucking Christmas, or and then there's that. Cool. Yeah, and uh, I'll see you all next week. Not see you, but you'll hear from us. Don't you worry. Who? Come on. Oh, Pizza Hut.